Good morning and welcome to the Coffee and Cap Rates podcast, your go-to source for New York City's latest commercial real estate insights. This program is brought to you by Ariel Property Advisors. Hi, everybody. I'm Shimon Shkuri with Ariel Property Advisors with another segment of Coffee and Cap Rates, and this time, taking inventory. This segment is about real data, contracts, listings, closings. And today I'm here with my partner, Victor Sozio, who's going to share with us some deals that he's leading and what kind of inventory we're seeing in the market and anecdotal and real-time information. Hey, Vic, how are you? Good morning, Simone. I'm good. Let's get into Uh, it. Why don't we start with actual listings? What do you see in the market? What do we have now? What do you hear from people? So I think it's clear that there's a lot more activity in the market. I think you see it, everybody or many people or participants feel it out there. In terms of current inventory, we have a tremendous amount of multifamily out there as well as development sites. What's interesting is, and this is a continuance of some of our previous discussions, a lot of affordable multifamily housing is very attractive and actionable today. We have some very large portfolios one that's upwards of 2,000 units that's in the final stages of hopefully a contract. We have some project-based Section 8 ranging anywhere from 30 units up to 500 unit projects. Also, we have rent-stabilized free market product. And, And what's interesting is that I think we are seeing more depth to the market today than we've seen eight months ago. It's clear that the opportunities that are more easily financed, meaning doesn't have market exposure, lease-up exposure or vacancies, something that can be financed like affordable housing or fully occupied multifamily is getting a lot of good interest. And that's because of the attractive rates that can be achieved and IO periods as well. On the development side front, that is definitely a segment of market that took a pretty big hit during the pandemic. However, now things are starting to clear up. There's more confidence in the development space. One thing that we're keeping an eye out and talking about on a lot of these assignments is the pending 421A sunset in June of 2022, which makes some of the urgency on selling these deals a little bit more real. But I think real sellers are actually listening to that feedback and trying to do the best that they can to accommodate that. You were talking about the three segments of multifamily, affordable housing, free market, and rent stabilized. And what was interesting to hear is that now it's not just about affordable housing. It's also about free market. We just closed the deal. We can talk about that. And about the combination of free market and rent stabilized units in one building. And you have a listing like that, I think, up in Broadway. So you want to talk a little bit about that, maybe about the closings or maybe about some contracts? Yeah. I mean, let's talk about some of the recent closings. One you just mentioned, we just closed last week, was two very well-located, mixed-use multifamily assets, one on Mulberry, one on Elizabeth Street, predominantly free market, however, predominantly vacant, and then vacant for a while. I think what we saw there, that there was no lack of interest, right? Many buyers were looking at it from an opportunistic timing standpoint and thinking this is an opportunity to secure these sexier addresses at probably a discount of what was experienced in the past. However, we did see the outliers that were willing to stretch. We closed that at about $780 per foot, again, with a lot of vacancies. What was the key there was finding a buyer that was comfortable with the financing challenges that an asset like that brings to the table. And us being realistic that, hey, when you have vacancies, 
and you have someone that doesn't have a lot of equity to bring to the transaction and looking for a good amount of financing, that's probably not the right buyer to focus on. That's great. I think that was the perfect COVID example for a building that you're right, got vacant, had some retail on it, and the retail still paying, not paying as much, but still paying and so on. Where are we seeing the market moving forward? What is the anecdotal sentiment that you feel from buyers and sellers today? I think that increasingly sellers are starting to take the viewpoint that the wind is at their back, that things are marginally improving over time, and they are feeling more confident that A, they can transact at a better number today than they did six or eight months ago, or that there'll be a little bit more depth to the market and more options for them to negotiate with, even if the numbers haven't skyrocketed. And you know they're seeing that because they see more leasing activity, they see more action in the market. But I will say that inventory has increased. So there are more options for the buyers on the flip side who are, are still being conservative in many cases and, and still not feeling 100% confident in their assumptions. But there are more and more buyers that see this opportunity as fleeting. They're looking to secure something in a time period now where they can really buy the property, hold it for a long time responsibly, and possibly experience the benefits of a change in the market that's going to happen sooner than many people think. That's great. So more pricing discovery, better fundamentals, more contract activity, more closing activity. We're moving, trending in the right direction. Anything else before we wrap this up? Yeah, I don't know if we touched on all the things that we wanted to touch on, but I I want to say that we're seeing more and more different product types trade too. We talked about affordable housing. Frankly, that's been a segment of the market that's been great for us throughout the pandemic, right? It's something that really maintained as something that's actionable and and had a lot of interest in it. I mean, 4,000 units that we have on the market today, a large part of them are affordable housing. However, we're starting to see it in other product types too. We closed on a deal in FIDI. We didn't talk about that, but it's a vacant commercial building and it was challenging and it needed every ounce of $200 a foot to rehab it. But we closed it at $438 a foot. It was relegated to commercial or community facility use, but there was a right user out there. There was somebody. And that's what I just want to say that regardless of the product type, regardless of the location, this is still New York City, right? And at a certain point, there will be buyers there. There will be multiple buyers there. And I think now we're starting to see the different product types start to trade again. We didn't even talk about the garage, right? That was another one that went under contract recently, 30,000 square foot garage with a tenant in place and an expiring lease. That had competition at the end, right? Most recently, and we went under contract up on 107th Street in Manhattan Valley. So I just want to point that out, that we are seeing more activity on more diverse product type today than we saw in the past six to 12 months. Thank you, Vic. So New York City moving in the right direction and all fronts. That was taking inventory, and this time with my partner, Victor Sozio. Thank you. Thank you.